This is another live stream of the Freak VTDM podcast. Uh, we, this is me, Johnny Walker. I'm, I'm in the UK right now. On the other side, I have my bestie co-host. Psyches from Toronto. From Toronto. Is it snowy there or not? Still in Toronto, yeah. Uh, we're supposed to get snow tomorrow um, on Sunday. So that'll be fun. 10 centimeters. Love it. Got my winter tires on already this week. Would that be, would that be the first snow then? For the year. Uh, no, there was a snowfall previously, uh-huh. early in November, but uh-huh. um, you know, we're getting into that time of the year where it's going to be staying, mm-hmm. basically. Um, it, it's been pretty cold here and pretty miserable, I must say, for September, October, maybe not September, but October, especially November, has been so rainy, so wet, it's been so miserable, really. Yeah. Well, I'd rather have rain than snow. Definitely, definitely. Snow is something. It's it's bad, isn't it? Okay. Well, let's start the stream. Uh, I'm I'm sure people will uh, come rolling in soon uh, and start messaging us. So I want to start with the first story. Okay. Um, I'm not sure whether you can see what I'm seeing. Um, I just pulled up the stream now. It just came up. Mm-hmm. It takes a little while for the stream to actually come up. Yeah. Yeah. We have some viewers, I think some viewers are logging in right now. So what can you see? There, there's a electronic dance music festival, but the peculiar bit is where, where it's happening. This MDL beast, what do you know what the MDL stands for? Well, I would say it's probably middle. This is middle east, okay. So it says the region's biggest music event. Now, guess where it's happening? Can you see on the right-hand side? Yeah, Riyadh. Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia, in 18 days. What the hell is going on? Is this the first one for this festival? I think so, man. I mean, I haven't heard of any other EDM festival happening in... I know uh, this, this festival is happening in all club nights, let's put it this way, in um, yeah. Dubai in UAE, but not in Saudi Arabia, man. Huh. I, I think that's a first. So this is a three days, it's a three days festival. Let's see who's uh, f- uh, who's playing. Do you want to read? Uh, we have Afrojack. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess he's doing every single festival. Yeah, <laughs> he's everywhere. Yeah. Camel Fat. Yeah. Cosmic Cat. Yeah. Dave, oh, okay, David Guetta. Of course. Dash. Oh, Fisher. Yeah. Salvador, Ganache, yeah. <laughs> Tiesto, and uh, I guess that's. Is there any Va- vinyl, mode? vinyl mode? Yeah. By the way, okay. for for those who are listening, I hope you can hear my co-host. I'm not talking like a ghost again. Perhaps you should check that uh, we can hear you on the stream. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Just check that you can hear yourself. We should have done this before, but anyway. So uh, while you're checking this, um, let me. I think I'm super low, but it's hard to tell. No, I'm pretty sure you're fine. You're always very loud. So 
Yeah, these are the names. It says plus more to be announced. Uh, it says billing in alphabetical order, lineup subject to change. 70 plus local and international acts. So they have local acts as well, which is good for them, I think. Now, look at this. Look at this now. What's what's happening here? Look on the left hand side. 200,000 people. Yeah, that's not bad, huh? I wonder what venue, venue it is. Five music it's stages. Sold out yet, so it's, no. I guess projected. Five music stages. Yep. Three days festival. Yeah. Dude, I think that's pretty sick. Yeah, and at the bottom, what's very interesting as well is, if you can see, it says visit Saudi Arabia, the home of Middle Beast. Click here to find out more. Hmm. I think they're pushing tourism now quite a lot. Yeah. Uh, I think it's happening actually in Riyadh. I think it's happening in a um, in some like football grounds, you know, like a stadium. So hopefully, you know, they must separate it in five different stages. The, I guess they can do that. They have the money. Um, Is this, yeah. Uh, no, no, go, go, ahead, go ahead. Yeah. What I found interesting uh, is that in March there's going to be also an ultra edition in UAE in Dubai. So I just wonder whether this is the the new market right now. You know where I things were. Well, it says here, no, I don't think people from the EU will, will fly there. I think, you know, it says the region's biggest music event. So they're definitely marketing Middle East. Um, but, you know, perhaps people from India could travel there, you know, people who are well off. Um, uh, Egypt. Yeah, I know, I know. But still, you know, it's uh, it's right before Christmas. I don't think much is happening. They probably have Sundance, I think, in India. And that's about it. I don't think much else is happening. And then in March, as I said, uh, Ultra is bringing a United uh, Arabic Emirates edition in Dubai. I just found this very interesting. Obviously, uh, you know, those festivals, they're trying to expand as much as possible. But um, I, I found this quite a shocking thing actually to tell you the truth i never expected that did you are you actually on the page or is this a screenshot of the uh, lineup uh no i'm actually on the page itself can you is there a way to check out how much a ticket costs uh it says tickets it says tickets coming soon so oh, i don't yeah i don't think they have announced oh fair enough yeah the peace drive. of course if you're interested you can sign up here The festival is in 18 days, and obviously tickets, tickets are not aren't available. That's very bizarre, isn't it? Uh, I know. Obviously, this is the first festival. Like how long it takes for like EDC and Ultra? They release their tickets almost a year in advance. True, but I mean, those those festivals are also um, they're also sold out well ahead, right? I mean, I don't expect this. They're expecting 200,000 people. So. I pro, um, you know, my guess is they're probably gonna sell more, most of them. Perhaps there's a different culture in that part of the world where people just buy like you know last last minute or something. Huh. And this thing, I guess it's not live stream. That'd be interesting. Two hundred thousand people seems like a ton of people. They haven't sold any tickets as of yet. The festivals in eighteen days. I'm uh, skeptical. Are you thinking that it's going to be like a fire festival or something? Uh, I don't think it'll be a fire festival, but I think 
some they're like over projecting this maybe especially it just seems doesn't it feel bizarre that a festival is in 18 days they haven't even sold any tickets yet um they, yeah like, don't, they don't normally operate this way yes yes no no i i've Even small local festivals you know i thought like at least four or five months they sell their tickets yeah yeah i fully i fully agree with you i fully agree with you however because if you look at the bottom i think this is sponsored by the state itself the kingdom itself because you see who's the main sponsor down here it's this is Saudi Arabia, the home of Middle Beast, Saudi, you know, this is this is sponsored sponsored by the by the kingdom, so basically the government of Saudi Arabia. I think it's gonna be fine. But obviously, you know, I, it just came to my attention yesterday, and that's why I wanted to discuss with you today oh, and no, the I listeners. Know. I just I just noticed some of the things that hmm. a bit odd. Yeah, I know, I know, yes. I know, I know. Okay. Okay, let's see. I think you're taking over next. All right. So another. Um, so we'll just hit Reddit because I'm always on Reddit. I'm over next. on Do It for this podcast. Uh, all the Reddit news and all the interesting stuff that appears on Reddit. Uh, you know, I'm just a lurker. I never really post anything really ever. Um, but you know, I'm always down with it. Just interesting reading people's comments. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that was interesting, I'm sure you find uh, can, uh, you know, comment on this. So, in a recent Illinium uh, concert, there has been a response. I'm not sure if you heard this about Gavin. Uh, no, tell me. Heart smashing drama. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna read his Instagram. So yeah. Basically, uh, well, I'll give you a little preface. Yeah, yeah. Before I read it. Yeah. So basically, I guess Dabin. Um, Wait, who's Dabin? Who's Dabin? Uh, he's a he's a producer and uh, a musician, I would say, because he plays guitar. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's also produced um, electron uh, EDM um, you know, records. Um, but yeah, he tags along with Linium, good friends with Linium, a bunch of those guys, Davin, Set the Sky, uh-huh. and Linium. They all go together. All the rockers, huh? All the rockers. Right, rock on. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so you know, Linium set. It's it's like a live set, so they do play their own um, instruments. Um, so Davin plays a guitar, uh, and apparently, I'll read his, read his um, uh, Instagram post here, mm-hmm. so this is what he said. Uh, from Davin Music is his Instagram. Apparently, me breaking the up old used guitar during Alinium's music set is newsworthy now, and that it makes me irresponsible, shameless, and that I should probably go off myself. What they don't write about is when I give my own guitars away to a fan when I donate to a local music program or how we usually sign the broken guitars and give them to fans after the show and how happy that makes them. We're just having fun and trying to put on a memorable experience for you guys and if you've been to an Illinium show, you know how crazy that Mr. gets when this part of the show comes around. We try to ensure that the stage is far enough so that we would never hit you guys, but if you've ever felt endangered by this, definitely hit me up and I'll bring up bring it up with the team. I've gotten some insane messages in the past 24 hours about how I should think about the social and more moral implication of my actions, how I'm perpetuating toxic ideologies. Honestly, LOL, I've got Pokemon to level up and Curry to make, so please don't lose sleep over this. Hope this clears some things up. Love to all my fans and friends. You guys are my everything. Can't wait for the upcoming shows this week. So, what, what do you think? Um, I think that this is an idiom podcast. 
and we should be discussing about dance music. <laughs> these, are, these guys are part of the dance music team. All right. Okay. What? 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 What are guitars? What? I want our listeners to come on right now, okay, and tell us whether they think guitars should be allowed in electronic dance music. Seriously, I have a, very, a big beef with that. Okay, why why did they call his uh, behaviors shame, shameless? Uh, I guess they think it's perpetuating, you know. Well, it's they, people are calling irresponsible and shameless. Why? Uh, it's just from fans because I think that you know. I don't know, they're just upset about it because why? I guess um, like it it show like it's portrayed ang anger and all that stuff. No, they're just putting on a show and making it more exciting. Uh, a guitar is like, oh, I'm angry, you know. Well, that's what it is, isn't it? No. Right. It's so, so the excitement of it, pumping up the crowd. This is classic rock tactics. You know that, right? You know, they were doing this in the 70s. They were doing this in the 70s. You know, all these, I, I don't even know them, like Led Zeppelin, I guess, and all these heavy metal bands. And, and also, like, I guess because when he smashed it, yeah, like, debris kind of went out. And oh, yeah. Said that. Oh, you almost hit me with that. Oh, my gosh. The, I, 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 I want to I sue Illenium now. Exactly. I mean, it never happened in the past. Nobody cared in the past whether they smashed guitars. My my problem is about mixing rock music with, with uh, dance music. And yet, no one on this. This is a post on our EDM. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. And everybody is currently standing behind Gavin. Uh, meaning that he should continue doing it. Well, I mean, you know that our ADM basically is full of Americans, and as I have said before many many times, Americans. They're not really into dance music. They're actually into rock music that kind of doubling into dance music a bit. Or, or let's put it in a better way, they're just like festivals, the festival scene. They're not actually into the dance music at all. Obviously, I can't talk about everybody because dance music started in the States. So, you know, I have to be fair here. But what the hell does a guitar have to do with electronic dance? Dance music, dance. I will. Uh, I'm stressing out here. Dance. Maybe you should post that in um, the REDM. There's no point in posting that because because nobody will understand even what I'm saying. You see, when you're into your own paradigm and your own kind of, you you have blinders across your eyes and and uh, you're in the EDM bubble. You know, you're in the EDM bubble. You need to sometimes step out of that bubble. It's just, it's, you're, you're yeah. Okay. Step out of that bubble. Come on, you can do it. Yo, yo, listen to me. Listen, listen, listen. This podcast is called Freak Beats EDM Podcast. Okay. I only, and we only talk here about dance music. Okay. Dance music to me is something that you listen to some music and to you. you. That, that, that's important. You should, yeah, to you. Underlying. Okay. To you, to everybody, man. It's dance music. No, no, dance. No, 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 no. It's dance music. That's, it's a personal subjective. Thing. What is subjective for fuck's sake? What is subjective? What do you mean subjective? Something that we believe. It's dance music. It's in the name. It's in the name. So it's in the name. If you say, okay, if you're breaking it down to dance music, if someone dances to this music, that's technically dance music. Yes. 
Now we have to define then what dance is. You know, if you have a if you have a fifty year old if you have a fifty year old sitting on the armchair just rocking back and forth, is this dance? I don't know who if he thinks that's dance music. If he thinks that's dancing, okay. who are we to say that hey, that's not dance? Uh, um, um, right, dance. Yeah, yeah. I want to hear what our listeners think. Yeah, I want to hear what our listeners think about this. Okay, so can you see uh, uh, my Twitter feed right now? Since we're, since, yeah, we're moving on. Since we're, since we're on to this uh, debate about uh, rock music and dance music and all this. Let's move. This may be a little bit old, but I think I tied it up because I've just I've just had enough of this rock people infiltrating. So. I don't know if you know this guy's hippie sabotage. Do you know this guy's hippie sabotage? They only, for me, it only rings a bell for one song. Uh huh. Um, it's the remix of the Tobias song, uh, "High." That's the only song that I really mm-hmm. know of him. And I know that they, yeah, like I'm looking at the stream right now, the hippie. <laughs> Sorry, that they had. Yeah, so here, here, first of all, here we have a festival that's back. This tweet is back from December 4, 2018. Okay, let's look at the act. So Odessa, Nectar, Z, Z, Z or something. Cheese times three, 12th Planet, Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, okay. Uh, Alice in Wonderland, Ekali, Goon, Grammatic, Nightmare versus Slander, Hippie Sabotage, Letters, Seven Lies, Snails, you know, all the Californian people, Twiddle, Weth, and... Uh, Bat, Clad, Casper, Charles, Charles the Fist, Chi, Ethos, uh, lots of people. I, I'm not I'm right ten at the end. Right. So these people, they they had they have a beef with with the Cali. I mean, look at this now. Yeah, they, yeah. So tell me whether what you see right here is is plural. Okay, peace, love, unity, respect. Okay. Look at look 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 now. They're fighting the security. How long ago is that? Uh, it's December 18, but it doesn't matter because it just tied up to the previous one. Right. Yes, Look. This is, I remember this. Yeah. So, uh, excuse me, yeah, but does does this? What does this have to do with with the dance music and rave scene? This is when you mix. This is what happens when you mix. You bring the rock ethos into the dance music scene. This is exactly what happens. Yeah, you're singling out one person. No. One group. No, there has been... the other groups that have with this? Like the same thing. Other, uh, like Alinium. Does this happen? Does everything <clears throat> the same thing? Uses guitars also. <sighs> I, I, I don't think I can convince you, right? No, what, what, what I'm trying to say here is that I don't have a problem with the music, but it is the, the crowds that will bring behaviors which are not akin to the dance music, which is about love, happiness, embracing, right, opening up. That with rock music. Yes. Right, which is unfair, I think. Okay, I want to hear from our listeners about that. Anyway, have you heard this uh, new song then from Macaulay Music and Illinium Music? Yeah, no, I'm not a big fan of this song. Why not? Yeah. Uh, it's just generic. I'm, I'm, I'm over a lot of Illinium songs, at least the current ones, so mm-hmm. yeah, no, it's nothing I particularly have on repeat. I have it on my playlist. I listen to it. And it's, hmm. it's not catchy. It's not It's not anything new. 
Mm, okay. Next tweet here. Kali says, I have a house album as a duo with a friend that's like half done and I'm feeling so happy. These songs are so goddamn special. house music actually he's 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 gonna play some dance music actually some edm right it remains to be seen i guess we'll just wait for that yeah he hasn't released a single house music song. no no but uh i just wonder whether everybody's just heading that way right now probably not probably not probably not, probably not okay we'll let's see Dancing Astronaut says, I don't know how these guys get these things right. On this date in 2000, Daft Punk released One More Time. It served as the lead single from the sophomore album Discovering and became the third number one dance hit. Is this duo's greatest uh, song? No, obviously not. It's their most popular song. I yeah, I yeah. But, I mean, 2000, huh? It's been... Uh, it's been that long? Yeah, it's been that long, huh? Okay, next one we have a beef now. <laughs> I love this shit. I love this shit. Do you know? Do you know Seth Troxler? Uh, heard of him. Uh, okay, so so that's Seth Troxler. Okay, he's a he's kind of a he's kind of a house DJ. No, he plays house, but he is well known for his how can I say a rowdy behavior. Let's put it this way. You know, he's usually intoxicated and and you know. Me- yeah, may have been well, like every time may have been seen like a house musician intoxicated. Wow, is that part of the culture too? Yeah, well, it shouldn't be, but there you go. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it shouldn't be, but there you go. Anyway, I mean, he's he's good. You know, his sets are good. You know, I like his sets. Uh, but you know, he's usually very intoxicated with different substances and alcohol. Okay, and <clears throat> so he says, um, Grammy nominated. Uh, about camel fat and this is tweet and he says kill me so basically he's 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 dissing camel fat you know camel fat i do he he has a grammy yeah yeah it's a, it's a do uh so what i'm saying is he's dissing them uh the matrix is broken or everybody has gone dumb and then hmm. Kamal Fata saying losing sleep over us, Seth Troxler. And then and then he says he's answering now. Actually losing zero sleep over you, just astounded by the state the the state of the world. Do you lose sleep knowing your music will be forgotten in less time than drum rolls in your sets? Kamal Fata saying, Get to bed, mate, you'll feel bad in the morning. X <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Um, that's very unfair. I think Camel Fat, I mean, I don't know, you know, what, what award, oh, for Grammys, okay, perhaps, perhaps it's too much for a Grammy award, but, you know, what, what's the music that uh, Seth has produced? He's a good DJ. He's a good DJ, but, what, what's, uh, yeah, what's, uh, the music he has produced? Right. Okay, let me hear something from you then. Right. What's happening on Reddit? Ready lands. Uh, yeah, so rec- I wouldn't say it will go down Reddit, but it was on Reddit. So um, I guess recently the Grammys have uh, released their nominations for um, that basically the Grammy Awards for the Dance Electronic Music Record um, and album. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so do you want to just. Uh, yeah. Tell, sure me the nom- tell me the nominations. Okay. So I will predict who won them. Okay. So 
so we have the best dance record so this is just a single mm -hmm. um so i'm not sure do you know who bonobo is yeah 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 so linked mm -hmm. is on there uh the chemical brothers with got, got to keep on mm -hmm. um medusa featuring good boys piece of your heart mm -hmm. uh rufus the soul underwater mm -hmm. and we have skrillex boys noise and ty dollar sign for midnight hour so my prediction is Medusa. Medusa, hmm. really? Hmm. Why would you say that? Well, I guess the Grammy Awards, like every other awards, they basically point to whatever is more commercial. So from all, everything that you've read, the Medusa track, uh, you know, uh, is the most commercial of all and the most well-known. No, definitely Medusa, man. If you, if you, so if you look at. Uh, the Spotify charts, for example, Medusa have actually are way more popular than the Chain Smokers right now. Oh, and the follow up song, and the follow up, and the follow up. So that's why I would predict it was voted. But tell me who who got the Oscar? No, the Grammy. Oh, it's not. It just got released. So the Grammys don't happen until next year. Oh, I see. I see. I see. I see. Okay. So this is just for the nominations for... Okay, so let's see, let's see, uh, let's see. So we're doing the official predictions right now. Who do you think will win the Grammy? Who do I want to win and who do I think will win? Who I do think you think? Um, I think actually the, probably the Chemical Brothers will win this one. Okay. Got to keep on. They had a solid year this year, I would say. Um, so uh, they brought a new album. Big, yeah, they brought a new album and a new set as well. It's pretty... Um, I wouldn't say samey, but it's, you know, it's Chemical Brother Fields. Yeah. Okay, next category then. So we have the Best Dance Electronic Album. Mm -hmm. um, so some of them I, I, I haven't... Actually, I listened to four and five. Uh, so we have LP, LP5 by Atherat. And then we have No Geography by the Chemical Brothers. Mm -hmm. And then we have Hi, This Is Flume Mixtape by Flume. Mm -hmm. uh, Solus by Rufus DeSoul. And Weather by Tycho. Um, Who, who's Tycho? Who's Tycho? You don't know who Tycho? No. It's like more, it's like an ambient, um, very atmospheric. Uh, so, so this is electronic music, not electronic yeah, dance electronic. music. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, that's what it says, best dance slash electronic album. So you said again, run again through the names, it's Chemical Brothers, it's Rufus yeah. the Soul, it's this Tycho, and who else is there? Uh, apparent. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, and who else? Um, that's it. So you said that, those are five. Oh, and Flume as well. Yeah. The Chemical Brothers, Flume, Rufus Soul, and Tycho. Whew, I go anything between Chemical Brothers and Rufus the Soul. Uh, I, I like that Rufus the Soul album too. Uh, I think I probably like Flume will not win it. So it'll probably be the Chemical Brothers. That's my prediction will not win it because he's just not as popular really yeah his 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 music is very ex ex eccentric yeah it's definitely hit that especially that specific album that he came out this year it's very um experimental yeah stuff. you have to remember what the grammys are so the grammys basically as as every award like the oscars they basically uh, award popularity with some generally yeah. generally with some uh, obviously, um, quality behind you know, so it can't it can't just be the most commercial act, right? But it has to be it has to be popular, so it has to sell. At the end of the day, it is industry, right? And you want the industry to thrive, so you have to promote the artists that actually sell. So from uh, last year, 
Well, which is obvious. I would never, I would never accept him, expect him to win. Because he's just not, just because he's popular with you, doesn't mean that he sells all over the. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, 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 so. What's uh, what's next? Next category. Ah, uh, okay. So let's see what I have right now then. Uh, ah, okay. So ver a very brief one. Whose birthday is it today? I have no idea whose birthday is it today. Is it yours? No. Okay. It's Steve Aoki's! Oh, okay. Happy birthday, Steve Aoki. We can sing the birthday song. We won't even get copyright. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, yeah, so uh, in this month, whose birthday is it? It's uh, Steve Aoki's. I think tomorrow it's probably Like Mike from Dimitri Vegas and Like Mike birthday. And Ferry Corsten is also coming up at some stage. Yeah, just keep it in a tab. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, shout out, shout out. Let's go to my Twitter feed. There's my boy. Corsten. I like Corsten, man. Is that Nicky Romero? No, this is very Corsten. He's working on a new track in the plane. Looks like, doesn't he, no, I'm not him. I meant the guy before that was Steve Aoki. Oh, yeah, with Nicky Romero, yes. Oh, okay. Sorry, like sorry you have a lag on, uh, on the stream, yeah. We, we can see... Um, Ferry Corsten right now, he's uh, working on uh, a new track. Do you, do you think like when they have those pictures, they're like, yo, take take a picture of me while I'm working on the plane? They probably do, right? Or is there just some guy just following him? No, 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 they, 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 they probably do. I mean, he looks very serious here. I, just, I don't know, man. So look at, so looking at it, right, they produce, this is how far technology has gone. They produce all these great sounding tracks on a laptop. I, I mean, I bet it's probably going to yeah, be a very I mean, fast laptop. Probably, I guess you're right. And even even the headphones that he's wearing, if you can see, they're very kind of rudimentary. You know, they're nothing fun. They're not Beats. They're not Beats headphones, right? Oh, no. 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 Right. Guess what's happening in the morning? Look at this one. The Chainsmokers. We've, we've created the first ever 5G AR concert experience with Verizon and Live Nation happening at Chase Center. Tune in tonight at 9.15 p.m. Pacific time on Twitter to get a taste of this groundbreaking 5G experience. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. I'm, I feel like an earthquake's coming. Dude, I mean, what's, what, what, what is this going to be like? Like, what is this about? AR concert experience. What is an AR concert experience? It's his first ever, so I guess we'll find out. Are you gonna stay up to watch it? It's it's happening tonight. It's not about watching; it's about being in it. Oh, I see. Yeah. That's the augmented um, reality, right? The AR. Right. Yeah. Oh my god! So we're gonna be next to the smokers then. We're gonna be in the crowd. Yeah, exactly. Jesus, man, this this is so. Yeah, man. Yeah. Okay. Who's this guy? Do you know who this guy is? Uh, I don't know. Jeff Mills? No. Jeff. I've heard of his name. Yeah. That's, this is actually 
the best DJ in the world, objectively, objectively. And when I'm talking about DJ, I mean about DJing, mean technical skills. And when I'm talking about best, I mean like the best, as in can mix the best of everyone around. So he's uh, announced an unreleased version of the Bells to be released soon on his uh, record label Axis Records. The Bells is probably his most popular track. Jeff Mills is uh, a part of the second generation of uh, Detroit techno uh, musicians. Um, for those who don't know, the first people were these people here. Boom. Can you recognize them? This, three, this is the Holy Trinity. These are the people who created techno. Those three in the middle. Nope. Yeah, so you have Juan Atkins on, in the middle, on the left, Derek May, and on the right, Kevin Saunderson. Then further right, it's Carl uh, Craig. Then I think it's Stacy Pullen. I don't recognize the others. But anyway, so Jeff Mills is part of the second generation of uh, Detroit techno artists. He was actually DJing around about 85. When these guys were creating techno music, he was playing hip hop, and that's why I think these guys are so well versed in uh, with with DJing because of how long they've been DJing, and I think because they started as hip hop DJs. But the Bells is a basically a legendary techno anthem uh, from the '90s, and he's going to be released, so I think that's worth talking about. Okay. Yeah, let's see what you have then. Will it stand up to the original? Will it stand? Up to the original, um, I would think, well, first of all, it's his version, so that's good to start, um, because I I don't think remixes, when they happen, especially that late after, you know, like 10 years or 20 years later, they can actually match the original. Uh, so perhaps it will, but we just have to listen to it, right? bunch of AMAs that have been like pretty pretty amazing AMAs that have been happening in the last month. Mm -hmm. Matt Young was there, we got Audi in, I think Feed Me was on on one well, there's a weird thing because because how popular Matt Young is, is with I would say the better crowd. Um when he did his AMA that there was conspiracy theorists within um within the Reddit thinking that the comments from the AMA were bots or from Madion's team. You mean Madion's team were, were sitting there, well, putting the questions or the answers? Uh, the questions. Yeah. Why did they think that? Because the format, apparently some of the format for the questions were very similar. So, so I don't know. It's just, it's just crazy. And this, this actually got a lot of discussion. So people are like, oh, where's like people that did ask questions legitimately is are like, okay, where's my paycheck then? <laughs> so, yeah, even Madion uh, commented on the AMA afterwards about um, about like people posting the same format, people thinking that it was a conspiracy. Uh, see, someone's like, why is everyone writing exactly like Madion in this post? And then Madion actually said, I don't know, but being on the other side of conspiracy theory is both hilarious and infuriating. I saw they hail corporate posts and I swear to God, every comment is legit. I don't know what to say. So I thought it's interesting in terms of, because I'm sure that's happened in terms of 
people doing not necessarily on electronic dance music, but just on AMAs in general, um, that they have their teams giving like throwing I, I call it softball questions to um, the person actually doing the AMA. Hmm. But that that would that would that would define the AMA, right? That would define the format of of actually doing the AMA. Yeah, but it's just interesting that the discussion was like, oh, you know, people look and scrutinize every single thing on on Reddit just to find something, you know, not necessarily negative, but um, I don't know, just try to be edgy, I guess. Hmm. But uh, for anybody that is always interested in the inside minds of a lot of these uh, electronic dance music musicians and artists and producers all that stuff definitely should go on to like electronic music subreddit and the edm subreddit because they have fantastic um ama sessions from a lot of producers and a lot of them do answer most of the questions um so i always you know want to promote that out there to go see some of the uh, previous AMAs. And, you know who have you who, who who have you asked the question to me personally i hmm. like i said i'm a big Hmm. Uh, I like to hide behind the scenes and just let other people do the fighting and uh, the discussion for me. And just you're just there for the popcorn. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, I'm a lover, not a fighter. Okay, question for you. Yes. How many years has a state of trance Armin van Buren's, um, you know, flagship uh, brand is going on? Okay, I mean, can you be a little bit more specific? I don't know, I have an exact number. Is it past 10? Okay, there's, there's the answer. Launching a new edition of the ASOT Year Mix series for the 16th time in a row. Wow. It's now ready for pre-order. 16 years, a state of trance. I, uh... His music is not trance, really. It's just poppy... Wow poppy, pop dance, whatever. But uh, I, as I said in a podcast when I did his review, myself personally without you, um, you should, people should listen to Gaia's album. She's one half of Gaia because that's real trance. So he can produce trance. It's just that he chooses the commercial route or route. Um, he is also going to bring in his, um, in his, hometown I guess Amsterdam he's gonna bring a series called me me as in you know I am like me uh, where basically yeah I mean where he's gonna showcase um, all well his past career thing with his current releases and everything this is usually like a mega event you know where he invites friends and he also invites uh, all the singers that have sung in his songs and they sing live so it's a kind of orchestral as well as as you know DJing event it's really good if you're into if you're into uh Armin van Buren you know and you live around the area you should uh, check it out okay let's listen to this oh I also want to do uh considering we just shout out birthdays yeah 18 days ago yeah it was one of the most popular electronic dance music songs birthday one of the most. Um, wait. Go, what is this song? Darude. Darude Sandstorm. Darude Sandstorm. I know, I know. I wanted to discuss about it. 20. And it's still going on, right? Still going on. It's a running meme joke, but and yet it's still... It's still a, a running meme joke. Yeah, yeah. And one of the most important EDM 
Well, it's the most one of the most iconic. Hmm. Hmm. Sorry, I didn't mean to uh, step on your feet there. I didn't know you were going to bring that up, but I thought that I just came to mind. So. True, man. True. Uh, let's see. I uh, just wanted to play this, uh, perhaps this uh, track by Axwell, and tell me what you what you think. Okay, I stopped it so we don't get a copyright uh, ban or anything. Nobody else. What do you think of nobody else? I didn't. I didn't. Oh, I, I didn't. I didn't listen to it. I couldn't hear it. So. If I can't have you, I don't want nobody else. Nobody else. Nobody else. I think I heard that song before, but I don't. I don't remember. It actually turns one. Okay. 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 It was like housey, right? Yeah. What do you think of these guys? Easy to recognize. Oh boy, that's my boy right there, Martin Garrix. With uh, who else? Tiesto. For those who are actually listening on the audio version, do go on YouTube or Mixer or Twitch or DLive and just watch the video because it doesn't make sense otherwise. What are we talking about? Because this is primarily taken from a video, right? Just yeah, thought. Right. Where do you think these these two are going? No, 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 no. I, 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 okay. Let me rephrase. Where do you think they're going on musically with their music career? Uh, like, what do you mean? Like, like, in terms of, they're still going to be producing electronic dance music. So. Oh, Martin Garrix recently have hasn't really been producing dance music. Well, maybe he has something in store for us, considering that he does have one ID with Matisse and Sadko. That is. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying it should definitely be big room. I'm saying, like dance music, dance music. Right. Like I said, there's an ID. There's he has multiple IDs from Fudra that has yet to be released that he's sitting. Uh, that he's been sitting on. Mm -hmm. Do you think he he will uh, make a comeback like 2016? What do you mean make make a comeback? Like, you know, make it like number one again in the DJ oh, mega world. Number two. You mean come back? It's not like he dropped like 30 places. Yeah, okay, so he dropped one, but then the, the, he could drop another one next year. Yeah, he could. Do, do you think... Do you, will be the top 10 all around for at least the foreseeable future. Do you think... Uh, do you think he is around to stay for a long time? Yeah, of course. He's young. You don't think he's picked? Mm-hmm. What about Tiesto? Uh, I think he's peaked. That's the <laughs> He's peaked. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about his music? Where do you see this going? I think he's been done a great job as being kind of um, the promoter of some some guys. Hmm. In the uh, your your in like the European scene at least. Yeah, he's um, using he's using his seniority, I think, to yeah, to bring. To bring other artists up and coming artists, and I think even even Martin Garrix, he's head of uh, Stampede Records, isn't he? Yeah. 
And I think he's he's nurturing quite a, a lot of young talent. He has. Mm. Yeah. And he plays a lot of their songs in his DJs or his like his um, sets. Maybe not in his major sets, but definitely in uh, some of the festival sets that are um, not necessarily live streamed or recorded. Do you think, since we're entering 2020 very, very soon, that we need new blood? I mean, Tiesto has been going since 1997. Mm -hmm. It's a long time. I mean, you know, Carl Cox, Cox has been going... Carl Cox has been going on for far longer than that, obviously, but... There's always new blood. You're talking about new blood at the top. Yeah, at the top, I mean. I don't mean, like, new blood at the bottom, of course, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's hard for me to stay, say, like, I mean, I hate seeing, like, pop, pop guys there all the time. Like, I mean, Armin's going to always be there. Um, Never say always, my friend. Never say always. Things change, well, I mean, you know. Yeah. And the foreseeable future, like I said, in the next five years, no. But all these guys, they came around quite, not suddenly, but, you know, from, let's say, 2007 onwards, correct? Yeah. And they kind of came out of nowhere. They dominated after 2012 up to now. But we, we, need, we need something new. That's my gut feeling. Well, it just depends on how hard it is to crack to get into that. <coughs> Excuse me. We need, we, but I think we need a new sound. I think we need a new style. I think we we need we need uh, enough festivals going back to clubs, smaller clubs. I'm I'm pro festivals anyways. I'm not big club. Of course, because you're not listening to dance music, so I can understand that. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. yeah. EDC definitely not, not a, a dancing festival. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> Okay, don't don't get too excited now. Okay, tell me what next on your on your list. <laughs> um, let me see here. On your list, on your list. Uh, we don't want to do the forty greatest dance albums according to the Billboard staff list because well, it did generate a lot of discussion. But you know, any list. Well, two thousand nineteen is it? Oh man, I, I told you how, okay, I mean, you can read it if you want to, and let me comment. Yeah, yeah, go. We'll just go through the, four, the top 10, how about that? No, no, let's go to the top 40. All the way, guys, all the way, stay with us. We're just listening all the way to these stupid idiots. Go, go for it. So this, this is the billboard. Just for me now, just for me to be, to be, to have some sanity, I'm just gonna put Nina Kravitz there. On the on the on the stream as a picture while we I'm listening to you because otherwise I'm gonna be very upset and Nina Kravitz can set me. You back up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, right. good. Well, we'll start. We'll start. Yeah. Half of these I don't even think I've listened to, but um, start from forty. Starting from forty. Let's count down. Don't know why they didn't go for feet, which is bizarre. So drum roll. All right. No okay. Time. We have Daniel Avery, drone logic. Okay, when did he come out? 2013? Yeah, I'll also read that. 2013. 2013. Uh, uh, no, I haven't listened, but I'm aware of uh, Danny Lavery. He plays more ambience, doesn't he? Okay, I, I, I don't know. Like I said, I only know maybe half of these. Um, and I'm 
I've only listened to about, you know. Okay. Thirty-nine. Thirty-nine. Who? Who? Oh. UK based music. Oh jeez. Oh jeez. I'm not. I'm not quite aware of them. I. I feel embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. I'm sorry. Move on, let's move on. Maybe we'll pick up somebody that you can. Okay. Uh, doesn't say much to me, I must say. I think a lot of these you're going to get into electronica, like just no D, electronic dance music. Like. Wait, what is that? Is that is that is is that EDM or is this electronic music? I don't know. I assume some of these aren't all electronic dance music ones, but I guess I just lumped it all together. I'm not 100 percent sure. Okay. Anyways, let's move on. 37, Alice in Wonderland, Run, 2015. Uh, I know I know that lady. I'm not very fond of her. Oh, okay. She's yeah. All she talks is about depression, trap. so I'm not interested. Trap, 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 trap. People's trap, and trap, trap. Trap, 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 trap. Oh, yeah, we got... Oh, you must have heard this album. Justice, audio, video, and disco. Uh, is this the one that's rock music with guitars? No. I'm sure they have some guitars in it. They have guitars, man. I know they it. They have like a rocker style. Yeah, I know. I, I know. I didn't listen to it because it has guitars. The moment I listen to some guitar, I just switch off. Okay. Well, it has high energy again. I don't know. Yeah, justice is great. Anyway, anyway. I, I, yeah, we can, we can agree. We can agree that he made a, a stand into dance music for its era. Yeah, where's Justice today? Uh, they produced an album last year. Damn, did I what miss that? Did I miss that? I hope you didn't, because it was great. Same okay. Sound? Uh, I probably missed it then. Oh boy, maybe 2018. I think 2018. Okay. Anyways, moving on. 35. Washed out within and without. 2011. Hmm. Comments, questions, comments, questions, answers. Uh, can't can't say really. It's what? Yeah, I'm I'm hot wave actually myself. I like to dance, oh, so yeah, so I like to dance. So uh, no, no. Okay, Thirty-four. Nicholas Jars, Nymphs, twenty eleven, twenty fifteen. Sorry. Nicholas Jar. Um, no, I haven't listened to it. Have you? Techno. Techno. And why did they choose that? Can you read the comments? Okay, so uh, comments. I'll just read kind of the description of what they have here. Uh, mm -hmm. So after making a splash 2010 with the atmospheric single "Time for Us" and his debut album "Space Only Noise," Nicholas Jar perfected his mo moody, tension-riddled formula in 2016 compilation uh, collection of singles released from 2011 to 2015, and a seven-track "Nymphs" represents the most compact realization of Jar's ability as producer. Uh, the 13 minute, uh, blah, 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 blah. With every new element that's introduced over its lengthy running time, from the techno hi hats and immense kick drums to Jar's fragmented, appropriately aquatic vocals. Mm -hmm. so, no, I haven't listened to him. No ambient techno. No. All right, we have Bauer Ah uh, 2016 at number 33. Do 
Bauer is? Yes, man. I know Bauer, man. This is what I was listening back then. Harlem Shake. Yeah. Yes. Dude, 2012 for me was all about trap, man. He actually came to my local club. Oh, really? Yeah. No. Uh, he did it, but I didn't. Oh, no? Oh, no, he did, though. Number 32, we have um, oh, Grammy nominated for this year. Um, he has an album that came out in 2011, Tycho Die. Uh, so there's Tycho again, there's Tycho again. Yeah, in, so yeah, so this is, I'm sure, I think he's on this list again. But um, yeah, so this is his dive album. He's, yeah, this is perfect to what describing music. It's IDM, which is intelligent dance music. I was listening to intelligence dance music in 1995. Probably, but it's not probably dance music. Well, intelligent. Okay, so intelligent dance music is is more. You sit down and listen to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we can't dismiss it. Still, it's still better than guitar. So I can't dismiss it. Okay, let's move on. Thirty-one. Holy Ghost. No, no, I don't know it. Tell me about it. No. from the ashes of Alex Frankel, Frankel and Nick Milkheiser's previous group, Automato. The duo's first full-length as Holy Ghost compiled previous singles and uh, compilation. Compiled previous singles and new material to produce an Emily dance and document of Williamsburg Nightlife in the late 2000 and early 2011, 2010s. So, you know, synth pop. So apparently it's disco-inspired drums, shimmering synth-pop We're not interested, man. Synth-pop, we're not interested. By the way, I found the article. I found the article. I brought it up for you. So keep on reading. Okay, great. So we have number 30, Toki Monster. Um, Loon Rouge, 2017. Do you know who Toki Monster is? Nope. Really? No. I've heard. They they were nominated previously. Um, so, yeah, so... Loon Rouge is thus certainly a triumphant record, but it's not an album that lingers on the past. Singles Don't Call Me with Young and Bippy Map are perfect pastel R&B eardrops. We love the Meander is MNDR is sophisticated summer breeze dance pop. There you go, dance pop. You don't like dance pop, do you? No. <laughs> dance music, man. No pop music. Uh, mo most 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 pop music is is dance pop. Okay, the most successful pop music is dance. Or dancey, anyway. So no. So, okay, well, who are these people who are writing this? I don't know. Oh well, okay. They said they said best dance album. So, yeah, I guess electronic dance music is just one brand of dance. Yes. Okay. Oh. So next one, we we don't know it. It, it has to go. Kenneth Tranada has to go. Next one, Hot Chip. Hot Chip is one of those British kind of rock rock kind of things that. Uh, housey rock, something that been promoted to death uh, from British press because there's nobody else they go. Z Clarity, tell me about that. Classic, classic album. Right? Why? Tell, tell me, best. tell me about it. Okay, well, I mean, he won a Grammy for um, one of the songs on here. Which is Clarity. Funny that the album's name is Clarity. Big hit on the radio. Um, most of the people that are into like John Kent probably knows this album thoroughly for clarity spectrum uh spectrum is one of the 
probably the most iconic Matthew Kuma song with a video that is very intricate and uh, provoking with it, with a person sleeping with the alien, which is very bizarre in itself. But it's it's a really good album from top to bottom. It's his best. This is this is this is peak Zed right here. This is what everybody wants Zed to go back to. Uh, wait, wait. Was that his first album? Yes. So he picked with his first album. Yes. Okay. Goodbye. Next one then. Uh, uh, Flying Lotus, Cosmogramma, 2010. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Flying Lotus, but I'm not. They're like the, the like very. It's like hip hop oriented. Yeah. Right? Bye. Next one. 25. Next. <laughs> oh, here you go. Okay. 25 is Dead Mouse 4 by 4 plus 12. Wow. Wow. What a title. What a title. What a title. He is wrong, isn't he? Let me get my calculator out. Oh, okay. Okay, we, we can agree. We can agree that this is a very, very decent and landmark electronic dance music album. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's only. Yeah, it's only a twenty-five. Shame, shame on Billboard. Next one. Well, I'm sure we'll see again. Okay. So number twenty-four, just and fine. Yeah, Aleph. Hmm. Uh, he's very he's a performer and a musician at the same time or a producer at the same time hmm. very very interesting in terms of seeing his live set have you seen his recent 2019 live set like just a picture of him all in silver like all decked out like 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 metal basically no but listen to his album I think it's worth listening Hyperion yeah, it's great and it's like very bassy and heavy yeah and dark I like that yeah on. Next one. For God's sake! For God's sake! Did you listen to this album? No, because Apex Twin is past his peak. Okay, we don't need to listen to ambient music. You're saying? Uh, no, no, no. I mean, if you want to listen to selected ambient works one and two from uh, 1992 and 1993, we're talking like masterpieces. Yeah. But when people take the piece, like like now after that, you know, I'm not I'm not interested. Next one. Funk. Goodbye. Next one. Next. 21. Caribou. Our love. 2015. Caribou. Remember Caribou, man? I mentioned when we when we did the 2010. And Canadian. Canadian as well. But I'm surprised they put um, the 2015 album instead of the 2010 album. Hmm. I haven't listened to that. I must say, I haven't listened to that. I will listen to it since they brought it up. Okay. Uh, yeah, so we have John Hopkins. Hmm. Last year. I, I, I introduced you to John Hopkins last year in this album. It's true. It's a majestic. It's yeah, it's very, very uh, wow. Say from top to finish, it flows evenly too, which is great for you know. It's a, it's like a proper album almost, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like it has a concept, and it's yeah. definitely worth listening to. Okay, it's not dance music, but it's very close to to us, I guess, because it's a uh, pure electronic. Definitely worth listening to. Plus, he has. There were some great artists who remixed John Hopkins, yeah. and the, the remixes are definitely worth listening to. But I can't remember them now. Okay, next one. Nineteen. Wow, creative. James Blake. James Blake. Twenty eleven. What do you think? I. Dubstep. Yeah. Okay. Hitting for twenty eleven, I guess. Hmm. 
Moving on, 18. DJ Coe's Knock Knock 2018. Hmm. hmm. What do you think? German producer. Um, down tempo. Interesting. For 2018. Bittersweet punk with a pickup feels you fly. Feels you away. Okay. Hmm. A lot of recency bias, bias I would say, for the top. Well, that's that's the thing that I said on the podcast the other day that um, the human brain basically remembers, you know, basically very recent events, but uh, tends to forget all all the events. So there's going to be a lot of bias of of like the last three years here. Um, DJ Cause, um, I think he's German. He he produces. He's interesting because he produces some house music, quite good quality house music. But uh, he also puts a lot of hip hop, so down tempo as they call it here. So I haven't, you know, quite followed him, you know, very very closely. But the dance tracks that he releases are very good quality. The kind of disco housey, a little bit slow, but really good quality. Next one. So we have the Chemical Brothers at seventeen with no geography. Uh, never got released this year. Nominated for Grammy Award. Um, very popular. I'm surprised. I'm surprised that I'm surprised. I listened to it. Um, I think people. Yeah, but I think I think people are a little bit desperate at the moment. Um, I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm just I'm just gonna give you my round roundabout opinion of all of this at the end when we when we reach the top. It's interesting. We'll keep note of what's sixteen. One is better than the other. <laughs> I knew, I knew it would come to this because I've read this list beforehand. <clears throat> would you like to do? You can do sixteen. Well, sixteen is uh, Eric Pritz's opus. Eric Pritz's opus. Uh, it's uh, his first album, I think. It's a double album. He has loads of tracks from even 2012 uh, up to including opus as well. He has Liberate. Uh, it has uh, Liam. It has, you know, I can't even remember. But I have it. I have it here on my CD as a CD. It's one of those things that I go and buy because I think it's worth listening and just owning in general, rather than just stream it. Next one, we have. One. We have a little. I don't know. Sure, have you ever heard of this guy? Named, uh, Come on, go on, on, go on. Yeah. Yeah, go on. The movement of what you would call sad boy music, sad emotional. So, uh, is this the man who is this the man who I'm going to kill then, for bringing all this sad, sad sadness, sadness? You want to feel. You want to feel. So you mean beforehand you weren't feeling beforehand? No, I wasn't feeling anything. If you look, even Porter Robinson said in the quote right above, "I generally don't want to play, don't want to be playing electro bangers anymore." He wants people to feel and see how he views the world. In his eyes. See what I did there? World, world. <sighs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like mixing Japanese vocal chops, video games, and ambient leaning soundscape. That hits on a lot of, <clears throat> well, at least my generation, nostalgia. And I think that's important. One of the greatest, um, not necessarily feelings, but um, like emotion you can have, I guess, is like that feeling of nostalgia. And it was very powerful, I think. And he hits it dead on with that album, World. Not only bringing an amazing album, but an amazing live performance. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll agree that, you know, that album deserves to be there. Yes, if not top ten. 
let's move on. Number 14, Fortet, There's Love in Music, 2010. So apparently his fifth studio album, I haven't listened to it, to tell you no, the truth. Fortet is, you know, he's a guy who's always producing great quality, like he has done a remix of Opus of Eric Pritz, which I think is the best remix that you could do for such a great track that is possibly very difficult to actually touch. Um, but he never produced like a massive hit to put him on the map. No. And the same goes with the next, I think. Tina's Flume. Hmm. I think this is the guy you should be mad at for introducing people to uh, Future Bass because he was starting the Flume Step or like what people now call Future Bass mm-hmm. with Flume Step. Hmm. People originally never heard anything like or anything like Flume, I would say, especially from this album. Did he start in 2012 then? I think he did produce some songs prior to this. Like he says, uh, like in 2010. But it was like more kind of wubby than actual, um, you know, those uh, saws and stuff like that that make future bass um, notable. I like I, I like I like Flume because I think he produces quality quality electronic dance music. He seems like he's always ahead of his time for a lot of his music. Yes, and the other thing is, if you noted while well, we had the chat yesterday off podcast and he has remixed his new tune is remixed by MJ Cole uh, who is a legend of the UK garage scene back in the early 2000 late 1990s and that shows you know that this guy is very well versed in dance music and, and he knows his stuff and that's why he would invite MJ Cole who's not actually kind of popular right now to produ- to remix one of his of his tracks okay. next one like scary monsters and nights it's an extended play extended play not full album but still deserves to be on here i think i think it's pretty monumental the time that it come out so why why is this not like why 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 is this not like number one or number two why yeah because you see the okay i mean we're gonna see who's number one number two but without skrillex would electronic dance music have, would he have erupted it in the States? In the States, maybe maybe not. Maybe. It just depends. Like, it's hard to say. Who knows? Somebody else might have built Jews instead. Hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's hard to say. Because people are still like, the next guy, Grimes, he's from the the North American. He was immensely popular in early, early 2000, mm-hmm. 2010s. Um, we have number 11, Grimes. I probably put him... I don't sure if there's another Grimes album on here. I probably put Core above this album, um, but very very iconic. This guy um, Grimes coming out in 2010s um, with a lot of futurist like I don't know. It's not, I wouldn't say because it says experimental, but he's definitely trap. But I never actually listened to this album to be honest with you, so I'm not quite sure. Are you gonna listen to it now? Maybe it says refined pop hook with techno beats, warped synth and ethereal vocals by your own comprising, uncompromising sound writing. I don't know, I like his trap stuff a lot more if this is what Visions is about. I never actually listened to this album, to be fair. Okay. So, yeah. Anyways, moving on. Number 10, Jack U. Skrillex and Diplo present Jack U. Definitely there. 
Yeah, I'm not surprised. Uh, I like it's popular, right? So I mean, Where Are You Now with Justin Bieber was number one hit for the longest time. And didn't, didn't this win a Grammy Award, I think? Too? Yeah, that was 2015, man. That was like 2015, yeah. What I liked about this is you had two very different artists that came together. I don't know the circumstances that they came together because I wasn't I mm -hmm, all from California. But what I like is the fresh approach they took uh, into mix mixing loads of styles. So you had the dubstep master that was uh, Skrillex and you, you had on the other hand the kind of reggaeton uh, master or kind of playing with reggaeton styles, which is Diplo. And they came together and then they also introduced pop artists like Justin Bieber, which would be a very bizarre kind of collaboration. But it just worked, isn't it? All worked beautifully. And, you know, Take You There, it had Kiss as well. Uh, I mean, that that album... And he even sings on one of the songs. Mine, Kai, I think. He sings, or not Diplo, but Skrillex sings on one. Hmm. I, I must say that um, it's one of those iconic albums of like the mid to uh, the mid 2010s and um, I haven't listened to it like in a couple of years but you know it's one of those things that I can definitely pick up and go straight back without without almost being forced to listen to it, if that makes sense yeah and it was kind of like uh, the stars were aligned at some point in terms of people love Diplo people love Skrillex it hmm. was amazing for them to do the whole album together. Mm. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. What, what do you think? Are they gonna bring uh, Jackie too? There's rumors about that. I'm sure a lot of people would love to see that. I prefer. Yeah, I would. I would love to see that too. You know, yeah, mm. I, I love a lot of those songs that are on that album. They great, make great music together. But it's gonna be hard to actually follow, isn't it? Oh, definitely. I think so too. Mm. But if, if anything, those guys can do it. They okay. Okay. Next one. Okay, we got number nine. We're in the top ten, by the way. Mm. Nicholas Jar spaces only. There's Nicholas Jar again. Yeah, I know. Oh, we haven't listened to it. Nope. Damn, bro. Interesting. Uh, okay, we have um, number eight, David Guetta, Nothing But The Beat, 2011. The man who brought Nor the European dance music to North America. Mm, yes. Well, at least in the early 20s, making it immensely where would Ultra be without David Guetta? I know, exactly, right? Where would Miami be without David Guetta? He's such a genius to bring on all these pop artists and and kind of... Making it radio-friendly. Making them radio-friendly. Because that's what it is in the States, isn't it? That's why... Yeah, that's why you have all the tunes are 3 minutes 30 seconds. Have you noticed? It's radio-friendly. Radio-friendly. Without radio in the States, you're dead. Exactly. That's how you become a massive hit. That's how you sell crowds. That's how you sell tickets. That's how you sell stadiums. All that stuff. Next one. Ooh, Avicii, number seven. We have True. It's fair that this is this album's on here. Um, yeah, because how popular Wake Me Up was. Yeah. And how, especially in North America, I'm not sure. I think World, the Wake Me Up song was... Um, was so popular. Uh, with the, you know, this song has guitars. Would you say this song is electronic dance music? No, it's pop dance. It's pop music. It's pop music, man. So, uh, you know, nobody... 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, th there's been people who have done this in the past. I'm sure you don't know about greed, but they've done this in the past. Successfully as well, not as successfully. Uh, was already a huge name by that time. Came out anyways. Of course, of course. Next one. Next one, Daft Punk. Random access memories. Hmm. So, I'm surprised that this one's this high. Oh, well, I guess it's the past decade, so, yeah. So, we, do you, uh, I'm sure you've listened to this album, or at least... Or listen to this album. I wouldn't say this is. Yeah, by that stage, I've, I mean, I was full on trap, I think. Uh, yeah, I was past Daft Punk. I mean, the first album was, was you know, pure. Uh, it was so exhilarating, you know, Frank's House, techno, disco, all together, brought very fresh. Uh, the, these two guys who came out so of nowhere. Is, is, is Get Lucky electronic dance music? Or no? no, it's pop music. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, funk is dance music, but it's not electronic dance music. Yeah, funk is like James Brown. Yeah, so James Brown is cool. He's amazing. I love him, but he's not EDM. Yeah, because yeah, it's dance music. Okay, yeah. Moving on. LCD sound system. This is happening. Twenty ten. Uh, these are one of uh, these are one of the bands that are kind of indie bands. They have an indie background. They've been promoted because of that, and I never caught on them at all because of that background. Uh, not because of the background. I'm just not into I mean, some of, some of them, you know, they they do some remixes, house remixes. Some of them are are good stuff, but because I think of the background, because these are artists that are pushed because they're marketable. They're sellable. They have a name and a brand, and this is why the journalists, especially in the states, push them. And I'm gonna come to that at the end of this top top forty. Uh, it's because they they they're a brand that are very easy to push and market and sell, and people go to concerts and gigs, and it defies the whole ethos of dance music because dance music, in its core, electronic dance music is faceless. You just go to a club, you see somebody spinning records that you have no idea what it is about and you just forget everything just dance so lcd music lcd sound system and others are part of this uh, we need to have somebody to market we can't just and that's why that's why dance music had yeah i know but that's why dance music had such a hard time of of catching on uh, to the states because the states as we said traditionally a rock a rock country they need yeah they needed they needed somebody to you know to catch on to to latch on you know they need a face they can't just put oh there's the new tune it's white label we don't know who produced that but it sounds amazing they, they, they don't care about that yeah because we need we need money man yeah you need money, money yeah okay okay i know you're a capitalist a big capitalist in canada but, but yeah exactly. But there you go. Okay, next one. All right, number four. Calvin Harris, 18 months, 2012. Great album. I mean, a lot of popular artists. Um, he did the same thing as David Guetta, right? I think he did it better, to be honest with you. Yeah. If you listen to a lot of these songs, I think they're more dancing. Is he EDM now? Is this EDM? Or is he EDM? No, is he EDM now? I say, uh, what did he recently produce? Nothing this year, I don't think. But he did do Funk Volume 1, which was great, I thought. 
um, changing up his style to a more interesting type of pace considering where he's come from. Well, he's no idea. I mean, he's a talented producer. You know, I'm, I'm sure he can produce a dance hit any any day he wants. But he's not interested. sorry, he's not interested in it. He's not interested. Yeah, he said that before. So there you go. I think that gives it away. Jamie XX in color, 2015. Tell me about it. No, again, because of what we said before. What was that, like LCD sound system? Kind of, yes. These are... What, these are guys are from the UK, aren't they? They are. Yeah, it's, as I said, when, when I see people being pushed so much from mainstream uh, journalists, I, I, I usually don't pay any attention. I prefer just finding out new underground artists that nobody has listened to and I just... I say these guys are mainstream. They're popular, but they're not mainstream. Yeah, that's true. Some of the songs are on this album. Loud places, you should definitely take, take a glance. Okay. It's very, <clears throat> it's very pal palpable. It's easy on the ears. It's a very, it's very, Jamie XX is a fantastic producer, I think. Where, where is he um, at the moment? He hasn't produced anything in a long time, to be honest. Okay. He's basically sitting on his money. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure he does some shows. I think he lives in the UK, though. Yeah. I know he's been he's he's been pushed. I remember, you know, all the music press just pushing him like crazy uh, at that particular time when it came out. And the moment I see Enemy and and all the other you know the, all the big publications just pushing something, I'm just saying not interested. I'm not even gonna deal with it. Perhaps it's a mistake, but I prefer to listen to more underground stuff myself. Next one. Mm. Um, a little more lighter, lighter. Um, yeah. Did they wait? Did they have the older Justice album here or not? No, because that was previous 2010, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I see. I see. Old. Yeah, this is 20. Yeah, that was in 2007. The one you're thinking of, with like B A N C E and. Uh, oh yeah, we, yeah. So yeah. Okay. So do you think? Do you think it should be number two? Do you, don't you think like Skrillex should be there? Where is Skrillex's album? Number twelve, I think. No, that was the extended play. Uh, like his main album. Yeah. He doesn't have like a big album though. Yes, he does. Which is what I don't remember. Come on, man. Which is what? Don't test my memory. Um, no, come on. Oh God, we're gonna be embarrassed now live. What is it? Just a moment. He has an album for God's sake. He even has. Uh, no, that's the EP. Yeah. Well, sca um, scary monsters and nice sprites. Yeah, that was number twelve. He said that's the EP. Is it? Yeah. No. I don't know what album. Okay, 12-12-12-12. Ah, okay. Probably. No. Recess is a big album, isn't it? 11 songs. No. 46. Uh, Recess, 2014. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. 
In any case, in any case. I don't think that would be deserved on number two at all. <clears throat> in any case, I think I think Skrillex should be somewhere there, you know, in the top three. Let's say um, Scary Monsters. Because because did they did make an impact. I mean, without him, David Guetta, Calvin Harris, Dead Mouse, the scene wouldn't have erupted. As I said before in some live streams with you, I think they all came together around the same time, and the, the yeah, but they they kind of came together. And the Swedish House Mafia as well. They came together at the same time, and then people noticed all of a sudden, oh oh, this is marketable. We can sell this. People will love this. It's actually radio friendly. Let's push for it. Okay, number one. Number one, Disclosure, Settle. Mm -hmm. You probably don't like this album either. It's very mainstream. But great. Well, okay, so. I know, I know, I know. I didn't listen to Sam, it. Sam, what's his name? Sam Harris, is it? Sam Harris? Sam, Latch, yeah. Sam Smith. Sam Smith. Sam Smith, yes, that's it. Um, I didn't listen to it when it first came out, but I did listen to it after, and I must say I regret it because it, it is good, very good quality album. I don't think it's very marketable. But yeah, but number one, number one, I don't know. This is another one of those the British albums that. Uh, I think it's based on this one, based on popularity. I think everybody like, like I said, this is one album that's very easy to listen to. Yes. There's not anything crazy on this album. Yeah. So, you know, maybe there's some famous. Hmm. Um, Okay, are you are you looking at the screen right now in the stream? Uh, at the moment, yes, I am. Okay, so can you see right now what I'm looking at? It's very blurry. Oh, Robert Silverman dies at age seventy-one. Do you know who he is? No. Right. Rip. Well, I'm not sure because I think he exploited dance music in the States. This is the man who basically is responsible for EDM. The EDM boom in the States. So he is the person who in 2012 said rock music is dead. EDM is the new rock music. And uh, as we can see here, the controversial mogul and founder of EDM company SFX Entertainment has died at the age of 71. Uh, Silliman, who was born in New York, he worked in uh, music business forever. In the 90s, he launched SFX Entertainment. It was a concert, you know, promotion uh, um, thing, um, I mean, company. He relaunched SFX Entertainment in 2012 at the height of the EDM boom, acquiring promoters such as IDNT, Made Event and Totem, as well as digital music store Beatport. Okay, so Beatport existed. Uh, and as well, Tomorrow World and Mysteryland. So IDNT is, are the producers of Tomorrowland, right? And Mysteryland. So he basically got everything. SFX started trading in October 2013 for $13 uh, a share, but after declining fortunes and a number of attempts, uh, the company went private again and declared bankruptcy in, in early 2016. Oh Later that year, it re-emerged as a private company in lifestyle, helmed by a new CEO that shunned the term EDM, and they said, EDM is dead. Uh, we just talk about electronic music now. Do you see what I mean? This man is to blame for everything, man. 
some people make money and and out of out of dance music, you know. And, and this is this is what I'm trying to say that there was so much money behind all this EDM boom. You had all these people pushing it all over the place. And also they went bust. And when they, they got bored of it, they just said, EDM is dead. Now we're into electronic music. So basically marketable artists that you can see in concerts like Porter Robinson or Flume um, or, or others or Madion. And everybody follows. Check this out. Everyone follows. Amazing, isn't it? When some people with the money, they say electronic dance music is, is dead, everyone follows. Huh. Huh. Well, I'm still here, and I'm gonna be there for the next 30 years. Right. Let's see now. Billboard again. Let's take it to these guys. Song that defined the decade, Avicii's Levels. Do we agree on that? Okay, what was so special about Avicii's levels? Just um, very catchy. Just super catchy, like the, the most simplest chords. Um, I mean, that's that's not the most. Do you think it's the most catchy song? Why did it become so popular? Why is it is such iconic? Is it because he's dead now? Is it like you know Elvis Presley yeah, died? Is it like Elvis Presley died, so, you know? Of course he was popular. But I think now he took to a new level of... of, of no? You mean singing as... Dun, 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 like that? Okay. Yeah, uh, do you know who 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 noticed Avicii first? No, apart I mean apart from his manager, which which um, DJ who was bigger than him? At, yes, it is. Laidback Luke is actually responsible for bringing him up and. Uh, yeah, I think he sent stuff back and forth to them and hmm. feedback to him. Good on him, huh? Good on him. Good on him, you know. Good, good, uh, good on him to bring him up as well as good on him on spotting a talent, because you know it's these small details that make a big difference, right? Maybe he will, wouldn't have been where he is uh, right now without laid back look. Okay, tell me what's on your feed then. I, I'm done to be honest. Are you already? Oh my god, is this all that's happening right now on Reddit? Well, you don't have festivals. You don't have festivals. Yeah, I'll so, festivals. so, so people, Minus people. Ten degrees outside. Ten degrees outside. So people stop listening to electronic dance music. Then I guess. Uh, there's no festivals. Yeah. Actually, dance music is good to warm you up. It is, but I mean, it's tough to get warmed up in minus ten degrees. Um. Okay. So, will that signify the end of the stream? Um, what do you think of these guys? I think we should do now. Okay. What do you think of these guys?
No, the stream is not catching you up yet. This guy's. It's very blurry. It's tough to see names. I don't know who they are. Adlians. Adlians? Yeah, or uh, Adlians, or like aliens, like Adlians. Oh. Adlians. Yes, they are. What do you think? Another duo of masked, masked heroes. Yeah, but they have creepy masks. Hmm. They play this or dark dubstep. I think they're up and coming. They played. I've heard them first in um, EDC Orlando. They're just saying Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Well, it's past now, so there's no point of saying Happy Thanksgiving. I'm talking about next year. Oh. Okay. Yeah. For next year, yes. Yeah, for next year, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've uh, listened to them in... I didn't know of them until EDC Orlando. Yeah. Did you listen to EDC Orlando? Uh, no, I didn't listen to any sets in EDC Orlando. Oh, my God. Okay. Good? Well, yeah, I think I like them a lot. I, I like a couple of remixes that um, they brought out. They have this uh, track called Gosh can't remember, I'm listening to so much music. Um, let me see my playlist. Um, yeah, Shelter. <clears throat> so there's, uh, yeah, so there's this OG Nixon remix that I really dig. Um, I liked Cosmic Gate a lot from uh, the EDC Las Vegas uh, sets that I've listened to. I didn't go this year. Um, Shame because of circumstances, as you know. Uh, but uh, maybe uh, sometime later on. I think that probably wraps up things for us. Ooh, we've been going for an hour and a half. Jeez, ninety minutes. Yeah, that's that's a small stream. That's uh, you know, that's nothing, man. Oh, that's nothing. Yeah, that's nothing. Um, so that's me. That's uh, your host Johnny Walker and your co-host. Signing out. Uh, and saying bye. Get your freak on.